Hey everyone, I'm Tari. Hello everyone, I am Free. And this is CSI Talk. Welcome back another week, another episode of CSI Talk. Hi. Hello. Just wanted to let you all know that this is a safe space for you, for everybody, okay? Don't know about you guys, but I've been needing this safe space this week because I've had a week. I've had a week. I seriously had it. So we're not recording this Friday as we usually do. And we usually watch the episodes together, but we didn't because things had happened, you know. I had a little morning on, on Friday and then couldn't watch the episode because me and Bree, we live, we live on different, I was about to say timelines. No, we live on different time zones, not timelines. <laughs> hey, I get you to talk today, don't I? <laughs> Yeah, she's been talking about Dr. Who non-stops. We live on different time zones and we're five hours apart as we speak, so we couldn't watch it together because usually the episode starts midnight for me and I had to be up at by 6 a.m. so I couldn't watch the episode, but here we are and before we begin this, our breakdown of uh, Last week's episode and season two, episode 13, Bond. Very great episode, by the way. It really reminded me of Indiana Jones. We have a little brand new segment on our show. It's called This, this Week on CSI History. History. What did we have this week on CSI History, Brie? So we had season one, episode 13. <laughs> We had mute on February 8th, 2001. And then we had episode 15 of season 2, February 7th, Burden of Proof. On February 6th, from season 3, episode 14, One Hit Wonder. February 5th, from season 4, we had suckers. Did we have anything sad? Yeah, February 10th. I would include that because it is currently the month. We have Unbearable, Season 5, Episode 14. Let's see. Six. We have the episode we just recently did from Season 6. Episode 15, Hats of a Third Reich. Oh, that episode is a must watch and a must rewatch. We have a great episode from season seven on February 8th, episode 15, Law of Gravity. Man, there's a lot from February 8th. And 
Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Season 9 on February 12th. I don't know if we should include it, but we can. We had Deep Red and Minty Fresh, which is episode 13 of season 9. We don't have anything from season 10, but I can't wait to talk about my favorite memory, my memory from this season. What's this, the episode that's going to be all this history for next week? From February 10th, 2011, so that's season 11, we have episode 14, All That Remains, which is a play on All That Remains. February 8th, 2012, season 12, we have the first episode without Catherine Willows, episode 13, Trist to Kill. It was a great February episode. February 6th, 2013, season 13, we have episode 13. Okay. Can you be season 13? Episode 13, 2013. And next week, it's also going to it's going to be another 13. <laughs> but we have from the 13th episode of season 13 from February 6th, 2013 is So I've, I butchered that. Saying that because it's not my first language. We have enough. Oh, no, from February 5th from season 14. Episode 14. I, again. Okay. D lost me. D was Murotos. So have I butched that again? Yeah. Two Spanish. Yeah, there was Murotos. Thank you. Season 15. Well, we have nothing from season 15 for this week, but next week there will be two from season 15. Okay. So this is all we have from the. This week and CSI history. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. It's why I seem tired. I just came back from watching Titanic at the movies. I used to watch that movie on VHS, and I have like two tapes for that movie. I don't know if you guys probably those sorry. from Gen Z. It was going to be all VHS is from the from that movie is two tapes because the movie's too darn long for one video from for one VHS. Yeah. Well, if you're from Gen Z, okay, so you have to be like this tape that you put it on inside, like this device, and the movie would play, and my mother would never let me and my sister watch the second tape where she would sing when we were kids, and then when the DVD came out, me and my sister, we got it, and we watched the whole thing. And we just, no, we watch it at the movie theater on 3D. Yeah. Wow. When I was a kid, I was not the brightest tool on the shed with the VHS player. One time, I stuck my hand in the VHS player, and it got stuck. Okay, well, so, oh, yeah, I mean, is it? Did you guys cried when you watched Titanic? If you watched the Titanic, because I yes. I didn't, I didn't. For me, it was a lot more about the historical moment, not the the tragedy of it all, but the story. I mean, if you had a relative 
if you have a relative that died on that tragedy, I'm really sorry for your loss. I'm really, really sorry for your loss. It's been over a hundred years, but I'm really, really sorry for your loss. It's been a hundred and three years. It's always been more, for me, it has always been about the historical thing. I mean, I mean, lots of lives were lost, but because of that tragedy, a lot of lives were saved in the future. Well, we're going to talk about the assignment. So we begin the episode with the mining for fool's gold. I've done that a couple of times. I think Never it's because done the, I think it's because the climate I live in. I live in a good climate for that. And of course, the predicting the future where, you know, this is an unsafe area. You can find bodies. They find a body. Well, they find partial mm. bodies. Mind you, they found a body in this hole. Yeah. And Jack is complaining about carrying the stretcher. I'm always forgetting his name somehow. I always say, I always put like a huge little unlock and then look it up. Done commercial. How did I forget the name Jack? That there's so many Jacks in media. Well, maybe the Jack that stands out right now for you is Jack Dawson, but... Well, I mean... You mean Jack Harkness? I, I said Jack Dawson because it literally just they saw him die on the movie. If you've never no. seen Titanic, he, he dies on the movie. Jack Harkness is from Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, or that. Played by John Barrowman. Granted, he's if you, not if you watch, If you watch Doctor Who, yeah, of course. Okay, so let's get back to... Let's get back so, to the Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, Jack's complaining about carrying the stretcher, and I just thought, oh, oh, Dave would never complain about it. I mean, he would. <laughs> but, I mean, we've seen Dave carry bodies. Dave and Rue. Very um, remote areas. Plates in areas like that. Okay. And the case well, is already starting to affect okay. Serena. Well, this case doesn't really seem to be like all the other cases that they have worked on. I risk myself here and to say that I don't think we as an audience, as fans of CSI, know the franchise. I mean, fans of CSI, Crime Scene Investigation, CSI Vegas, with all due respect to the Spain groups. I don't think we've seen a case like this particular. Like a particular case yes. like this. And when they start to move the body, a bottom-nose tarantula comes out of the body. Where are they? Grissom. I know I mean, he's a him, but come on. We don't need him, but I think he would really be... He would find a way to break the case with the tarantula. I mean, this is a Grissom we're talking about. He would find a way to use the tarantula. And then we cut to another scene. 
And it's Max and Penny at her new scene. And Max asks Penny what she sees. But Penny keeps getting distracted by, by the victim. Because she's screaming. And Max just steps to the side. And says. Ignore it. Just focus on me. And then Max goes acts a homo about a familiar scar that's on the side of a temple. And the, and the homeowner is named Molly. You know what? Can I just say something real quick? Okay. I think I've said this on the very first episode of this. I think it's season two. And we're going to say it again. Make Penny a series regular. Make yeah, because... Make Penny a series regular. Daryl Gilman has already sh- shot her last day. Like, it's... The episodes are not the same without her. The episodes are simply not the same. I mean, okay, it's good that we have our legendary characters coming back. Our OG characters coming back. It's great that we have Catherine. It's great that Greg is coming back somehow. I mean, Greg the CSI, not, not Greg the Fish, because... I actually going to mention Greg. that later on. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted a Greg. I mean, we wanted Greg the CSI. They gave us Greg the Fish, but whatever. It's great that we have those characters for us, for the fans, for the fans that have been following the show since day one. For the fans like me that have started following the show and fell in love with the original characters. But I mean, we need. Someone that the new generation will see themselves in, and I mean, of course, I mean we have Chris out there, we have Chris out there, but I mean, as a and woman, she's part of a generation, yeah, but as a woman, she no, she's part of our generation. Exactly. I see this because I was raised more like a millennial than a Gen Zer, and. I see a lot of myself from Penny. I see a lot of myself from her. Like, I see myself as you guys. Yeah, me too. But okay, we're talking about Penny here. My girl Penny, she deserves to be made a serious regular, okay? I mean, that girl sees things on the cave that her teammates don't i mean she has a different way of thinking i mean we we did say that she's she's probably part of the grinsome of the grinsome family somehow she probably is i mean i don't know i in my heart she's the long lost daughter of grinsome and Tara. but well, you know she's not but i mean yeah being with dark hair but and my heart, she is, and I think she, she should be made into series regular. I mean, if we do get a single three, and God, I hope so, because we're bidding Grey's Anatomy, guys. We're bidding Grey's Anatomies with ratings. I do well, hope... I think it's because she left. Meredith Ray left. Oh, yeah. I well... know that because I live on social media. Yeah, I know. I know Larry that Grey left too. I didn't follow Ellen Popeil on, on Instagram. She left. Everybody knows she left. Well. Oh, now back to the show. But, 
I just want Penny to be made into series like okay, whoever works on the show and can make these decisions, please just take the opinion of two podcasters into consideration and make this character that, that we all love and cherish into consideration and please try and make her series regular pretty please. Well, yep. Let's go, let's go, let's continue. So, Josh's victim could have been killed 12,000 years apart with the same weapon. This, in a way, reminds me of Case of the Cross-Dressing Car. Guys, I don't think we've ever... I mean, uh, I don't remember a case in CSI history that... The murder weapon was 12,000 years old. Or was like from the Ice Age, as, as Ali said, right? Ali said that the murder weapon was from the Ice Age. Yep, from the Clovis, the first humans. So, like, I think this is the oldest murder weapon ever on this franchise. This is the oldest murder weapon ever. Yeah, because like, the, the skull they find is, is 12,225 years old. It's from 10,000 BC. But B- which stands for before Christ. Or um, before creation. Or before Not- creation. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of, kind of hard to, to follow this on academics. But yeah, technically before creation or before Christ. I mean, because... It, it depends on who you are. Yeah, because even if you don't believe whatever happened, you have to believe that at some point there was a movement like this. Continue. And so... Ali go to the museum to carbon date the school. Max tells her about the secret ink. This is when they find out it's from it's a Clovis school. And then they go back to the lab where Josh and Bo are working together on trying to cast the two marks. Bo is afraid to go back into the field and Josh tries to talk to him about it. Bo ignores it, basically. And we find out. Well, Sonia is. Sonia is in London. Presenting the paper. All rudos leave back to London for me right now, I guess. <laughs> I guess you should go to London then. You totally should, by the way. I've been there once. It's it's a lovely place. It's an amazing place, by the way. Oh, shout out to our listeners that come from London, by the way. We love you Across the pond. And Ellie sees Sin in the eardrum. And Penny identifies what's going on with Molly. She says it's get so the solo. The cat I did not I don't think I caught the whole solo name because the schizophrenia. Basically she's Yeah, basically she has a mental disorder and she believes that people can read her thoughts. And that whatever she's thinking can get her in jail. 
Yes. Well, I fear not. And there's like, she's been through the same type of treatment that all the victims have been put in front of mirrors with electroshock therapy. And then Max believes that she was given a dossier and told to kill someone. The person that she killed was told to kill her. And now everything leads back to the psychiatrist, but we're going to talk about it later. Yes, because we disagree on psychiatrist. And Molly wants to leave, but and Cynthia, since she was a victim, they can't pull her. And then we go back to Josh and Serena. They are now back out in the field. And Serena says, dude, this is like Duck Dynasty. I never watched that show, but it was really big when I was in school. I remember a lot of my, a lot of my classmates had Duck Dynasty composition notebooks. Well, Josh, Serena says, how are you going to make, find out what everything was? Josh takes out a rebel ducky. And with the this drone, they in the drone, they are able to discover where the body was, where the body came from, and it's six point five miles away. And Joss and Serena find a dead coyote. It was a she. It was a female dead coyote. But Josh had realized that something was up with Serena because she kept fidgeting with a palm tree keychain that she had, but she wouldn't tell him what was wrong. In the end, she would only tell Max what was wrong. Yeah. And Penny takes hold of the silver paint with all the cards and she goes and tested all the ink. Max isn't happy that with Allie joking about the font usage. And then Penny knows the ink was real. That dun dun dun. My girl Penny. She's so freaking smart. I love her. Well, Max doesn't allow it, but Allie really, really wants to turn off. And Allie yeah. can tell something is really up with Bo. Bo opens up to Allie about it. Yeah. Bo is afraid to do. I turn it not afraid, but I'd say apprehensive to go back to the field. It's apprehensive to go back to the fields because they are bound to find a, a dead kid somehow, a kid that is in danger. So I guess he's afraid because of that, of that yeah. whole experience repeating and, itself. And Ali and Josh go back to the scene and they find an excavation site, or otherwise known as archaeological dig site. It's also a site, and you might, you guys might, I mean, if you actually seeing this part of CSI because there might have been some people that didn't actually follow the series after Grissom went because there is a section of the series that didn't actually watch the series after Grissom went although it was a great show it's still a great show 
without him. I guess because I think it's just proving that it, it is a great show, even without the original characters, right? It kind yes. of reminded me a lot. I mean, the second one prior this, the Forensic World, but it reminded me a lot when after Ray killed Nehazkel and they had to go through his hurls and all of that, and they had to actually section the ground and they kept fighting a lot of skeletons that were increasing in size so they know they would eventually turn humans because they were finding that animal and then they would find humans i mean if you've seen csi from all the way from season one to season 16 i mean that whole Nay has goal. The whole Nay has goal arc is and mainly. Yeah. And it reminded me a lot of that. I mean, when I saw that last night, I was like, Jesus. Yeah, but it, it is kind of the same premises here. I mean, it, it is supposed to be a archaeological dig site, but it's also essentially a crime scene, too. And exactly, this is exactly what Grissom was doing. When he was working for governments, finding a gravesite, but he was actually a CSI, so yeah. And we didn't mention to you guys, but this guy, the victim that was killed on this episode, he was he was not an archaeologist, but he was kind of pseudo archaeologist, you know. Kind of like the person that knows a lot about history, but is not actually a historian. So, yeah. But he would have made the turn of the century. He would have proven that there was actually humans in America. And during the, not during the Ice Age, like, but like 3,000 years BC. Yeah, during the Pangea. And he was not an archaeologist. That was literally the motive of the crime. Yes. And Josh and Serena, Josh can tell something's up with her, but Serena denies it, of course. Then Max meets with Molly's fish. And as we said before, one of them is named Greg. Heck. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. This is no. This is what you call bait and switch. Like, dude, we want to drag this to your side, and you're getting dragged to the fish. Bait and switch. Yeah, I know. I did catch a poem, but I'm too tired to actually react to something. Okay, I just came from the Titanic. Okay, people died on the Titanic, so yeah, I'm just like this. But yeah, I, I, we want to Greg the CSI. I mean, every time Eric, if you're listening to this, I'm really sorry. But every time you post something, I'm like, this is the week that Greg is coming back. And it's not the week that Greg is coming back. And I was like, this is the week that Greg is coming back. Yeah, I Greg show up. It was a fish. It was not a CSI. Because he wanted to beat and twitch us. 
I'm so cheesy. I need a latte. I know. I guess if I was more awake, I probably would have laughed. But oh my god, can we just? I, I need a CSI. I need a CSI Sanders over here. Can somebody please send CSI Sanders my way, please? And then to help Molly open up, Max tells her about the attack she witnessed a couple months ago. She started in a couple months, and then Molly gives Max a whole bunch of people. Yeah, and yeah. if you guys didn't notice at the time, but we, Ellie does, Ellie does mention it in later. The killer gives the people the dossier, but in a way that is suitable for them. Molly wasn't the type of person that she was not a visual person. Everything she had was in written form. But with the other people, it was more like visual form. So that was showing the size that the killer was essentially adapting him or herself to their victims, essentially. Yeah. And then... Allie, well, we go back, then we go back to the case A. There's no DNA from the blood that was at scene, which was seen at the excavation slash mortar site. But the perp has caught a crossy. Probably misspelled that, so I probably said it. Caught a carry. Caught a carry. And oh, okay. Yes, McLaughlin, who was the victim, it was a man who was not a scientist, found all the Clovis stuff that we talked about earlier. Yeah, and, so he was not an archaeologist essentially. Yes, he knew a lot, but he didn't go to college, he didn't study for it, he didn't have a diploma to say that he was a, he was an archaeologist. And then we find out that the head archaeologist has a rash. And it's from his deceased corticary. Yeah, they only find us out because it's pretty late in the, in the night. And they're literally Max, Allie, Josh, and Serena are in the lab trying to brainstorm something you know like how are we gonna catch this killer because we don't have merch the two suspects that we had the wife and the friends both had an alibi for the time of the murder and they were not they're not the ones that did it so like what are we gonna do so ellie over here is the one that breaks the case they have a Josh is like, yeah, we have a lot of blood. They, they they did. They had a lot of blood because apparently the killer, after stabbing the victim with a twelve thousand year old rock, essentially, it slipped up and fell onto the skeleton rib, 
and it hit bled. I cleaned up with hydrogen peroxide and essentially it, it kills the DNA, but it preserves whatever it is. On like it, it kills the DNA inside the blood, but it preserves whatever is on top of the blood because inside of your blood there is not only your blood, there is the white blood cells, the red blood cells, and the plasma too. So it destroyed the DNA, but it left just a whole bunch of other things, and that's how they caught him. Mm -hmm. Ali actually realized that kind of like the Mosman of the Natural History Museum Museum had this. Ali had a man. Yeah. They had already met him. So, and Max goes to check on Serena and makes Serena tell her. We find out that Serena's daughter Miami, and on the first case, it was a missing girl, and they find her bounty a month later. Josh comes in, and they go off together to get the skull back to the museum. And she finally lets everything she was holding in during that case go. Yeah, the girl had disappeared. And a month later, they found her skull. It kind of gets me wondering, maybe she worked with her racial pain? A lot of people were wondering that, according to social media. And then the next scene is Molly and Matt. And Molly contests to her therapist about non-violent crimes to Dr. Albert. That was a therapist. This is Will. Kari and I disagree. Yeah, I okay. So, Bray thinks that the psychiatrist is the killer. I don't think the psychiatrist is the killer. I think the psychiatrist was friends. Because she did tell, she did tell Ellie that her files went missing. But there's no evidence of it being tampered with. Well, I mean, it was a old file cabinet. They are literally about to break this whole point. I mean, like, okay. And the silhouette seems feminine. If they manage to pull a noun in Davis, great. I would love that to happen. I'm still going to die on the Natalie Davis train. I will never forget what she did with my girl, Sarah. But look, I don't think she did it. I don't think she did it. Okay, look, I'm probably pulling from my criminal marines. <laughs> here and probably because I've studied this and I'm going to do this for a living. As Dr. Arbach said on a few options ago, someone for someone to do this to think that do this simply for fun. I mean she was a psychiatrist. She had all the time in the world to do this. Was she the one that did the experiments? No. And we have nothing no reason to believe that she was helping with those experiments. We only have the information that she just happened to be the psychiatrist for all of the victims. That's literally the only thing. 
connecting her to the case. What they're going to do, they're going to get a court order for a printer to see if there, there is actual silver inside her printer. Or a court order for her house or... getting stuff for this, for the printer. Or have someone check her credit card history or something like that. I think this is too elaborate. Let me kind of found her. Yeah, I mean, it could be her, but I think we have all seen CSI too much to know that it's not really too cut and dry like this. I don't think it, I mean, surely she is a person of interest in this case, yet. I don't know if this next Thursday that Ali talked about two weeks ago with this Thursday or not, but could she be the killer? Maybe. But what does she have against every single one of those people? Because psychiatrists would make the perfect, they could make the perfect killer, actually. Because you tell them everything that is going on with your life. You tell them everything. And they give you prescriptions that are supposed to help you with whatever is going on with your life. They're supposed to help you. But there is just something I cannot shake. Like, I, I don't think she did it. I don't think she did it. I think she was framed. She said somebody stole her files. And I think that was it. Somebody did stole her files. Maybe. Oh, oh, I just, okay. The doctor that did the experiments on them, on the victims, he's dead, right? Maybe. This psychiatrist could have been, I don't know, some type of student. Sometimes, like, maybe she, she was his student. That's how yeah. she knew about it. And then she actually became a psychiatrist. Yeah. It makes sense that she would take care of of everyone that went through that treatment. It would make sense. But I don't know, man. The only thing connecting her to this case is literally the fact that she is their psychiatrist. That's the only connection they can make. I don't know. I don't think she did it. I mean, but you can can tell us. I mean, through our DM or our email at CSI Talk Podcast at Gmail dot com. Do you think she did it? Do you think she's the killer, or is it tour of this? I mean, it is episode thirteen. I mean, there's like ten more episodes to go. Yep. Do you think she did it? Is she done? I don't think she's done. Brie thinks she is. I don't think she is. I still think that maybe something's gonna happen. Like what I've been saying all along, that 
something's gonna happen with Allie, and Josh is gonna have to do and something CPS. about it. Also help with my theory because he was the one that Dr. Albrecht has had the most connection with or talks with. Allie. Allie, so we're, we're saying that Allie is going to be the final victim. Mm -hmm. This is what we're saying now. Okay, so... Josh is going to connect the dots. Or maybe Penny is going to help Josh connect the dots. And then Josh is going to be like, I'm not going to wait around until we get like a court order or something. I'm going to go alone. I don't give a damn. And then is going to be like, no, we have to wait for something, whatever. And then Josh is like, I'm going to go. I don't give a damn. And then he goes and then like, that's the moment he realizes that he actually does love Ellie the way he loves her the way she loves him maybe his family might be behind that too maybe they're founding this serial killer maybe I mean his family is dangerous as far as we know mm -hmm. Well, so this is it. So well, this is it for this week's episode of CSI Talk, guys. Uh, next week, we hope that we're going to talk about CSI, uh, uh, CSI Rex Sanders. Yeah, CSI episode 14. CSI Vegas season 2 episode 14 with CSI Sanders, you know, as in Greg. Mm -hmm. Greg, the CSI, not Greg the Fish. So... <laughs> Yeah, we don't need another. We don't want another bait and switch. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you all so so much. Bye, y'all. Be safe, please. Be safe, please. Be safe out there. Bye. Bye.